Hello Dangerlings, it's Dan here. This is a real simple intro today. I just want to say thank you. Uh, about over a year ago at the start of the first lockdown here in the UK, we said we were going to keep this show going. We said we were going to be here with you every single week until we got through this. And we managed it every single week we made our way through. And this week we are about to go back into the studio to record together in the same room, in person. We're going to see each other for the first time in months. And the fact that we have gotten all the way through this is thanks to all of us. The club is not the six of us. The club is all of you as well. It is the Dangerlings and the performers and all of the guests and everything. All the things we've achieved over this year. Danger Recall, a whole new show looking back on the history of the Danger Club podcast. Uh, Dangerous Wednesdays, what started off as a little Facebook live show uh, and now is its whole Twitch streaming show with, with guests and giveaways and reviews and all sorts of things. All of the bonus shows, Come Dice With Me, uh, Free RPG Day Special, all of the Lockdown Legend shows that got better you know how some of them sounded like we were on our phones at the start and by the end of it they sounded really good that's because of you that's because of you helping us to get better kit to be able to do this uh, and of course the main danger club podcast itself that has come out every single monday like we promised it would and i think has, has told some really really interesting stories uh, along there that is because of all of us that is because of you helping us out and getting us through this you know there have been days that myself and I, i'm sure some of the guys have well as well you wake up in the morning and you're like I've lost my career I can't leave the house this I don't know why I should get out of bed today and then you look at your phone and you see someone new has joined the discord someone has left a comment on the episode someone has joined the patreon somebody has sent a tweet just to say that that they're enjoying what we're putting out the fact that we have built this community and we've built this family, I'm not lying to you, has made me get out of bed some days over this past year. And all I can say to that is thank you. We all have this shared dream together. We have this shared dream that we're going to take this silly little show here in the UK that, you know, we don't have A-list actors. We don't have Jeff Goldblum. We don't play the biggest games in the world. We play the game we love. We don't have massive sponsorship. But what we do have is an incredible community community we have this club that everyone working together who knows that this can be the greatest show in the world and we are going to build that we have made it to this point because we have been a family and a club and we've made it together and i just want to say thank you because the stuff that's going to come up in the future is going to be incredible keep supporting keep talking to us keep looking after each other and we will keep bringing you these episodes every single week i love you dangerlings Let's have an adventure. Previously on the Danger Club podcast. It's called The Road's Gentle End. Sounds like so a funeral home. Like, who named a tavern <laughs> that way? <laughs> Look at the little baby. You Would you like to oh. be my mum? Excuse me? We are looking for rooms? No rooms for the likes of you. Don't mind him. He's one of Batsulan's people. He's been preaching about uh, non-humans in Kibwe. Wendell Ruffles, Talden Expeditionary Army. Do you know anyone? Knows lots about magic items. We'll go see Candy Laughs Long. This sickness. Round here they call it the slithering. The adventure continues. Team, we are rolling. Do you know what? I just had a message, right, from a long-term listener, right? Oh, yeah. we've, we've bigged them up before. Uh, big up, Lou. We're going to big you up again, right? Hey, Lou. Big up, they live Lou. In, hey, Lou. They live in Canada. And uh, she has said, if we want, she will send us some dill pickle Pringles. What? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. 
because you know i said that i there's a, not a day goes by i don't think about them i mean i was yeah. kind of exaggerating a bit but they are amazing yes indeed so do we want lou to send us some dill pickle pringles fuck yeah lou please do it please oh my <laughs> yeah, god that'd be so amazing that's the thing she says they're very cheap to buy right but uh she gets her mum to send her british food um from here because obviously she misses that growing up here in the old uk um so there's a there's a secret branch of fallen mounties that smuggle illicit goods from canada to the mainland in Europe and the UK, I bet there is. There has it's gotta to be, be, right? It's got to be. I thought I'll you were talking what, fact there, Scott. I, yeah, I thought that was one of those. <laughs> did you know the fallen? Another mounties. special fallen Scott facts. <laughs> I tell you what, we'll we, and then we will finally find out what is the dilly o with these Pringles. Oh, yeah, I mean, oh, I'm, oh, this is the thing. I'm now worried that I'm if not they doing, arrive, I'm not doing hello everyone on a joke that bad. Someone say that something. But this is the thing, like if down with the hip hop guys, if they arrive and they're not that good, like we're all because we're going to get back to the studio soon, right? Um, You know, if if we if we're together and then I open these pot of Pringles and everyone's like they don't taste anything like dill pickle, I'm going to be like shit. And and also there is that danger. It's things like ouzo, and you can buy a bottle of ouzo that you quite enjoyed in Greece, and you buy the same bottle from the same shop in Greece, and you take it home, and it tastes like. Yeah. I can tell like, you what, oh. Colin, whether it's good or whether it's bad, ultimately, it won't be a, that, that big of a deal. Hello, everyone, and welcome <laughs> hey. to the Danger James, how's it? How's that, you experienced uh, someone taking your joke and then adding stuff onto it? How, how does that feel? <laughs> I d- what? Yeah, I sucks, know. doesn't it? <laughs> sucks, mate. Yeah. Two years. Oh. Had you used the dill joke? Two years. I feel like you're kicking a man when he's down. <laughs> I don't know which joke James you're referring to. James doesn't even know to. what day it is at the moment. I don't, yeah. <laughs> no, I was I'm going to target the sick one. Dangerlings, uh, James is still quite ill, so we've got Sexy Velda. Yeah. This episode. And, and Sexy Dan That's right. at the moment, actually, as well. Yeah. Sexy, 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 sexy. Sexy no. Dungeon Master, um, Sexy Velda. Mm-hmm. I got my. I mean, this will be like by the time it airs, it's a month ago. Uh, but yeah, I got my. I got my second vaccine yesterday. Big up vaccine, and, uh, and it is. It is hitting me because like these kind of things hit me weirdly anyway because I have a weird immune system and it is like feeling ill is a good thing after that you've had the vaccine if you go and get your vaccine if you if you have your vaccine you get a hero point you get a danger point if you're danger mm. master Yay. otherwise put them in touch with me I'll tell him you get a danger point for your home <laughs> game um, yeah but yeah I so it kind of it's good to feel ill because that's your immune system kicking in but part of my immune system because I have MS wants to kill me so I'm always a bit nervous when my immune system actually starts kicking it's like the kind of they're handing out guns to the immune system like tooling it up and a bit of my immune system is sitting there in the corner like Baron Zemo like just like oh you know you should probably give me one of those as well I'm sure I can help out and they're like no no are you saying that guns don't kill people immune systems do <laughs> do. Oh my goodness! Um, Dan, oh. did you did you? I, I I remember you mentioning something about us being um like like fifth or sixth um like favorite gaming podcast in Mexico. Is that true? We were yes, we were for a short. We were time. for the, a uh, short time. We hit the yes for a short time. We were the fifth 
highest, most downloaded, or fifth highest ranked uh, gaming podcast in the wonderful nation of Mexico. So Big. thank are you, we, Mexico. Are we, are we no longer? Mexico. Are we no longer? I don't have the download thing. Okay, Usually right, okay. you are for a short while. I doubt it at yeah. the moment because we haven't had a new episode out for several oh, right, days. It's okay, usually yeah. a new episode yeah. day or peak. Right. Um, but yes, I'm just, I'm Mexico, just wondering ranked. if there's any. Take us to number one, Mexi- Mexico. Mexican, Take us to number one. You know, Mexico people out there. Um, I want to say hi. I love Mexico. <laughs> It's one of my favourite places I've ever been. And if anyone feels like finding some of those tackiest zombie crisps and saying you're Oh, yeah. <laughs> then, <laughs> so, um, I mean, and the true purpose of the danger purpose reveal. <laughs> just a sham international crisp podcast. <laughs> yeah, yes. we, just, we just want people to send us food from around the world that yeah. we've experienced on holiday. I'm, I'm so, also, I'm the hot okay. sauce that you get from Mexico as well, like, it's just so good, isn't it? It's you know, the jalapeno sauce, you know and then they've got the I've habanero sauce. heard good things about Mexico. Beautiful people, beautiful food. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, just yeah. Amazing. I really want to go. Um, and but it's, it's just, you know what it is. It's um, uh, I'm I'm like you know that um, podcast. What is it? Off menu with Ed Gamble and and James oh, Acaster, yeah. and they just get sent like loads of stuff, like drinks, food, whatever they want, man. Like and and Jess has been sent a free um, uh, what's it? A fizzy making machine. What do you call them? Oh, soda, soda stream. Soda stream. Yeah. Um, so you know, like I'm just I'm just just begging for crisps man that's it oh, oh, that's actually, where I'm at. on a side note like soda stream uh, they've they've gone really fancy now haven't they like i remember as a kid they were this rubbish sort of like weird 70s thing we had and uh, people got them now and they look really sleek yeah sort of like weird nutribullet style sort of uh, stuff i haven't yeah. seen any i one. never had one so they always looked fancy as a kid i mean <laughs> we can sort this out frosty. if we got they were like the, they were the incredible things until you got one and then you were like well this is crap <laughs> yeah it's just what crushed up ice thing? what is this thing you guys are talking about so soda, soda stream is is like a yeah you make yes. your own fizzy drinks it. so you oh, yeah. it's cuz you kind of put a, a creamy cream you kind of put water. You kind of put like poppy pop water and flavoring into a thing and then you uh, it, it carbonates it and you have yeah. your own fizzy yeah. drink it's a carbonator yeah, effectively. Right. so you use that same CO2 just go blah, 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 and it's, it's not quite as good as, as a proper soda drink but it's not, not quite make... as good it's disgusting <laughs> it, makes you, it makes your water jaggy that's what it is right jaggy jaggy, oh, jaggy. jaggy water oh, jaggy. Oh, who oh, drinks yeah, sparkling yeah. water in this group I do Yes. Uh, yeah, I like yeah. a sparkling water. No, because no, some people it's, it's hate weird. it. Some yeah, people hate sparkling it. water yeah, is, the, is, is the taste of God's butthole. Like, <laughs> yeah, why would I you can't... make water worse? Water's no, fine. Yeah, but, but God's butthole tastes better than most things on this planet, so... A, well, uh, well, then it's not sparkling water. The sparkling water <laughs> tastes like no, aggressive his... gas. It's just <laughs> silly. <laughs> here's a theological point. Would God have his glands in his butthole? Fulton would probably find out. Would they make sparkling water? What if God was water? Just a stranger up the butt. He's just a celestial <laughs> soda stream. If I'm in a restaurant me. and they say, and, and they'll bring the water and they say, do you want still or sparkling? I'm going to go a little bit fancy because I don't want something I can get out of my tap at home. I want something a little bit different. I want to feel like a princess just for a moment. <laughs> yes. That's what sparkling water is for me. Yeah. It's a little bit of luxury. Makes sense. You want no, a taste I, of copper. I'm or, that guy that turns around and says, I'll just have tap water, please. Yeah. Or, or do you go, because there's three types of water at a restaurant. You go, can I have bottled water, still water? Can I have 
sparkling water or can I have tap water? Because most of the time when they you say, can I have water, they'll give you still water from a bottle and they'll charge you for it. Yeah. And that's why you have to specifically go, can I have tap water? And they look at you like, oh, you fucking loser. Oh, we've got a cheap table here, <laughs> yeah, haven't we? Yeah. Oh, they're not going to leave us sick, are they? Why do all waiters talk like that as well? Like, oh, you fucking loser. I don't know. And it was, I was in the Ivy. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Mexico. Uh, Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I order tap water all the time. I don't care. I order tap water all the time, and then I double bluff them. I I, I drink in their their their, their, their sneers. I yeah. drink it in like I drink in my tap water, and then I surprise them all by ordering bam three starters and two mains. Didn't fucking see that coming, did you? Huh? Yeah. I just order extra food. You try to make money on the bar. Get fucked. I'll eat all your food. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is true. When Keep we went serving you, sir. When we, yeah, that's right. Yeah, in your face. When we used to go to the pubs and play D and D back oh, in the I old remember days. Those days yeah. I don't oh, remember those pubs. days. No, too yeah. long ago. Scott would have often order like two starters and then a burger and then a side as well. And he'd always ask me as well what I was eating because I'm a big eater as well. And he go, "What are you having, Ross?" And I'm like, "Ah, oh, just having a main and a side." And like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'm having I'm having two sides and a starter <laughs> and a main as well." So just and I had yeah. a snack before. I got here. <laughs> yeah. It's because it's because Scott is a hobbit, and I yeah, respect that. It's, uh, you should eat <laughs> and, often and also competitive food. in every possible <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. way. Anything Only. you want, <laughs> anything yeah. you want. Can, can, we, can we fight food. over it? Can we fight over it? Only yeah. with food. The I, night I, I that, watch the night that I me and Ross cr- clashed in that place uh, over over food and tried to out eat each other. They still haven't recovered. Uh, <laughs> they needed a lockdown to recover their food yeah. stocks. <laughs> it's still the great one of the great portrayals of my life when I went into that because that restaurant did a really good salad and it was good because it had brisket in it. Um, like it was a kind of a here's some leaves and here's some nice sauce and here's like just stuff from the barbecue in this salad uh, and I was like I'm gonna get this salad the thing is in my bag at that time I also had a salad my wife had made me which was you know healthy um, but raw uh, and didn't have you know brisket Fucking in it raw. Greasy lettuce, didn't have greasy lettuce. she should have used greasy lettuce <laughs> I was gonna say yeah, exactly yeah. so I, I ordered the fancy meat salad and then you guys documented my betrayal of me eating the salad and sent it all to my wife of me not eating her salad. Yeah, but also, like, you did used to go home with the salad still in your bag. I mean, you need to, you know, you need to fully commit. I always know, do that at that work salad. when people go out for lunch. And yeah. I've got a, I've got a shitty, like, salad or something. And people go, oh, we're going to Five Guys or whatever. And I'm like... Could I eat my little shitty sandwich yeah. I made this morning? <laughs> yeah, or tomorrow. should I have a Five Guys? Yeah, I'm like, oh, Five Guys is a good burger. D- yeah. Both. What is wrong with you? Or yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, Why is you open Five Guys? You put your sandwich you made at home into <laughs> yes, the Five James. Guys, and then you just, oh, oh, <laughs> and then order another burger. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh. then you get three sides. If someone orders more, you get another side. <laughs> oh, you're gonna get the medium fries, are you? I'm gonna get the double large. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got, got a milkshake, did you? I'll take three. <laughs> put, them in, oh, put them in a trough. Goodness. Put them in a trough. Put them in a trough. I'll, I'll take that milkshake through my eye. One more <laughs> wafer thin the milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> Just only wafer thin. This is what happens when we record an episode without breaking for lunch. Yep. Yeah. 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 I want a five guys now. I, I, I said, yeah, should we break for lunch? Everyone was like, nah, man, let's, do, let's just carry <laughs> yeah. on. Brisket salad with the five guys and, uh, and one of uh, Dan's wife's salads. Well, let's, <laughs> well let's, set aside, let's set aside five guys and let's tell the story of four guys, one girl, and just a, and just a menagerie of pets. Um, let's jump yeah. back into Kibway. So... 
I wanted to talk to you about um, some planning that you you want to do. So you want to try and do a uh, a little bit. Um, Caragor's talking about wanting to do a little bit less um, lethal damage, like try and go for things that are, are, are potentially not so injuring. Interesting. Um, talk about kind of how the mechanics work for that. Basically, you can make a, try and make a non-lethal attack, um, and it's a minus two to hit. Um, and if you hit, you do non-lethal damage. If you reduce somebody to zero with predominantly non-lethal damage, then uh, they're unconscious rather than killed. That's the uh, that's the only mechanic for it. Uh, and there are certain weapons you can do it with without a penalty. Um, but if this is something that you guys are serious about wanting to do, then I'm willing to be a bit more flexible about what weapons are um, um, what weapons count as non-lethal. Because the, the the things that have the non-lethal trait in rules as written is stuff like a whip, uh, a juggling club, um, a monkey's paw. Interestingly, which is a weapon, <laughs> it's not actually literally a monkey. Look, as we know, Philippe only does lethal damage. Um, but like. If you want to be a bit more creative with it, I don't mind kind of extending that non-lethal trait to certain other weapons if this is a sort of a character choice you want to do. Because it's in, it's in Agents of Edgewatch with, um, you know, the rules for that is everyone just does non-lethal unless you specify otherwise. Right. Uh, and there's no kind of um, penalty on it. Um, I, I think that's fine. If we end up in a situation where you guys are constantly executing prisoners because you don't want them to come back and uh, and fight you like you did in the first adventure, then maybe we'll back out of that. Maybe we'll have a rethink. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I think, yeah, no, I think from Karagor's point of view, it's just like wants to still be um, capable and to disable and disarm an opponent and take them down and neutralize them, but not necessarily hacking them to pieces in a flurry of blood. Mm-hmm. Um, the, having the option to, with a bludgeoning weapon, I would have assumed like a bow staff, uh, flails, yep. nunchucks, that kind of thing, things that beat and bash, uh, rather than slice and dash. Um, would be would be nice to have around. I'm not sure. It's. I was going to say it's an interesting point that, that obviously uh, Scott raises because there's this idea I think through playing games like this that if it's a bludgeoning weapon, it's non-lethal. But there are plenty of examples throughout history of bludgeoning weapons that were incredibly lethal. Like if you hit someone with the Morning Star, it's technically blunt. However, it will crush your skull. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I know. That, it's that idea that working it's, within it's, the remits that we're given in said yeah. games, like your your option yeah, yeah. to do the damage but still be kind of less lethal is you know if someone if someone t- Taps you with a stick, or someone taps you with a knife. One one's going to make you bleed, and one of them this, might not. Yeah, I mean, well, really, I mean, just as just a bit of put my history hat on. Uh, bludgeoning weapons were particularly good for heavily armoured opponents uh, because you, you obviously you can't stab through armour, but if you crush uh, someone's armour into them, it's still going to break every bone in their shoulder or whatever, yeah, no, uh, yeah. and irrespective of the plates affecting it. So, yeah, yeah. The uh, yeah, so like, in terms of weapon wise, I don't really know if I guess we'd have to get to said weapon trailer tra- trader to 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 discuss that. I was going to keep the cold iron mace just because it's cold iron, and we might come against yeah. you know something that's supernatural. Quite well, we're slowly slowly getting higher levels. So Co- cold iron mace still sounds like a wrestler. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not uh, yeah. a rapper. I think apart from that, yeah, it's sort of like he's trying to match uh, Shania's new thing. It's, it's something that I've been thinking about anyway. You know, we've had conversations like this before when one of us has executed a prisoner or something like that, and it's, it's been around the group for a while. Um, and I think Caragor does think that, yeah, you know, it would be it would be better to disable rather than to necessarily instant on the spot murder. Mm. I, I like that. I like the idea that kind of um, you know adventure games don't end with you just kill murdering. Every, murder doesn't have to be the solution to every situation in it. Yeah. I, I think that's absolutely fine. And having grown up on the A team, where you know a jeep will explode and then you just see everybody get up afterwards and they're they're okay, but they're out of the fight. Yeah, I'm, yeah. 
that that's the point that um the dc cinematic universe died for me it was after i watched man of steel and he's like smashing through all of the buildings and everything and loads of people are like why do you just kill millions of people and i'm like no it's a cartoon like everyone got out of the building that's fine that's just you assume off state off screen everyone just got out and then the building got smashed and then they make a sequel where they're like no he murdered millions of people <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, oh yeah. well now i'm sad yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, it's, but it's interesting isn't it it's because we've, we've spoken about uh, consequences before but it, obviously you know in a real society uh murder is murder and it doesn't matter if the person deserved it or not if you go and kill yeah, them yeah. that society has taken an extremely dim view of that whereas in adventuring parties you're like yes we killed the evildoers and every, everyone celebrated and we moved on <laughs> like someone um, someone murder. i was speaking to a, a lady role player ages ago about this and she made a very good point uh of saying sometimes that's in certain games where there are other long lasting mechanics um like there might be there might be an npc who might survive and then go to blackmail you or something like that or whatever in in complex uh, rpgs where there's like long lasting mechanics sometimes it's nice to be able to say i fight the beholder and i kill it because it is an evil monster and i make it go away and that is a satisfying end to some, some things i think there is a yes. time and a place mm-hmm. for it i think it's useful to have in there um but you know i think also yes what dan was saying not always having to kill stuff um is also a good thing and one thing that caragor might be trying out from now on <laughs> yeah it's great well, i think yeah i think that's an excellent point to make isn't it that uh, there are certain monsters that were designed to be like it is evil mm, yeah. it is darkness <laughs> they need to die. Yeah. because we don't we don't have that in life actually reality wise you know it's all shades of gray but uh, mm. and no one wants an adventure through the legal system that's not <laughs> well, i don't know actually i could quite <laughs> fancy myself a few good men sort of um, uh, Ooh, RPG, yeah. you know. Drum, we we lasted you two minutes in a post office. What? <laughs> yeah, we lasted two yeah. minutes in a post office, mate. How do you think <laughs> we're going to do in court? Well, let's find out. Uh, we are recessing we, again. As long as we've sent ourselves a letter, then it's fine. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh wow. As we muse on the nature of true evil, we we pan in on Philippe um, just quietly um, waking up in the morning and and looking hatefully across at Philop um, <laughs> before going and uh, getting uh, getting Shania's robe for her in the morning, uh, and we. Uh, we pick up with the danger club waking up now i'm happy for you guys to say because shania had some healing spells left i think didn't she you only cast um last time. I, well i don't know i think i i had no, i, I had a rinse no I, I think i'm uh, hold on sorry I, well, you've, you've got that's all right you've got a bunch of treat wounds left i've got lots because of, yeah. of what you did before um you're feeling and i think bubba's got a bit of soothe left as well probably with um maybe i think you uh, have yeah. enough basically between you that you could have burned a load of that before going to bed and done a load of healing before going yeah. to bed that between that and everything else you wake up with full hit points yeah i think Splendid. you're right actually Splendid. yes um cool. cool good nice that's happy times um so everyone's on full hit points lovely full spells. um yeah and spells and yeah and like full spells and and stuff and uh which reminds me i haven't actually chosen what spells i'm going to that's today. right. But you have a have a shuffle through that while we we'll set out into Kibway. You have well, your hang um, on, hang on, Dan. Before we set out into Kibway, go have breakfast. Uh, yeah, so, don't, don't, don't skip a full twenty minutes. Trying to get out of it again. <laughs> yeah. You get up and you walk out the door. There we go. That's we're it. hungry, <laughs> man. Yeah, we're hungry. Yeah, and I've paid for this breakfast, Dan, and I want yeah. this breakfast. Well, I'm, I'm that peace. guy on holiday. I'm like, all right, in who's on the bar? Who's on the bar? Who, who's on the bar today? Shem is manning the bar today. Um, All right, Shem, how you doing? Good morning, she says. She uh, and she uh, she brings round some food 
Um, she brings on some food for you. The food oh, that was is quick. Is- <laughs> yes, it's, I mean that's what everyone wants at the moment. We just is it like a is it like a what was doing Bubba's voice then? Uh, is, is, is it like a continental breakfast where you just it's cold platter? Is it? Uh, I mean, which continent? Uh the north one. <laughs> no, it's no. like you wanted to give it get into the like food giving really quickly there, Shem. It's not like you wanted any sort of like conversations with us it was, I was you, just interested in like did you just put this in sort of a cold room and then just get it out again is it sort of pre-made yeah. not, not sort of fresh I mean it's porridge so it's it just sort of stays warm on the stove porridge um, right what, porridge. is anything in it dates uh, banana seeds honey jam jam jam, jam. <laughs> Yes, I am. Oh, it's so warm. Bursts <laughs> out a bit like Marilyn Monroe coming out of the birthday cake. <laughs> yeah, this, this porridge Happy tastes like bacon. birthday, Mr. President. <laughs> <laughs> Dripping in porridge. <laughs> oh, I mean, I can get you some nuts and some, um, yes, if you want some banana, we have that. No yeah, I'll have a banana. Oh, yes, banana. No, uh, drying fruit is forbidden in Kipway. Oh, good. Good, good, so good I've good, had good, my good. fill. Uh, yes, <laughs> uh, splendid. And what does Shania get? Um, Shania gets enough porridge for uh, for her and all of her retinue, uh, and also a selection of toppings. Is it um, vegan so she, porridge, though? She gets uh, yes, it is. Yes, it's um, <laughs> the nice um, remembered. And, uh, and Shania gets little pots with uh, better remembered than Shania, who I, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've forgotten definitely. on some of the back ones. Shania ate some of the monsters, um, like well, yeah. that was before like, she was a vegan. Okay. <laughs> it's, a char- it's a character arc, man. <laughs> Monster yes. eater to although, vegan. Although, as we described, flesh forge mon- flesh warp monsters are technically vegan. Technically vegan because um, they're grown. Caragor um, does raise an eyebrow across the table and goes, uh, "Yeah, babe, you know the new thing that we're both talking about." Uh, yeah, of course. Caragor yeah. looks really worried. He goes, "Does that mean I've, does that mean I have to become vegan as well?" No. No, you do oh, what okay, you want. Okay, it's okay. Like you, you can, you can, you know, eat, eat whatever you want. That's okay. That's okay. I would never take your, 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 your carbs and your stuff from you. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. I mean, it's omega proteins really that come from. Right. Okay. Yes. It's, it's, whatever it's the fuck this thing is, I don't really know. So <laughs> yeah, um, but these things with the spoon and, and with porridge, porridge with lamb shank for sir. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Back in. Um, Carry on just with the spoon. Just gestures at jam jam. Goes. It, what is Jam Jam made out of? Mm, uh, yeah, he's made from um, oh, uh, well, from from the flesh of someone. Hey, no, I think he's probably isn't he flesh forged like the like the other thing? Because uh, well, know, no, no, I think he's made from him, the flesh you? of 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 a, Jam Jam. Hey, Jam Jam. <laughs> Jam Jam is picking up a butter knife and is like, are you trying to work out if I'm vegan? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I ju- yes. no, we just, we wondered uh, what, uh, how, how you came to be. What are you made of? I'm uh, made of optimism and love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd say more like disappointment and cynicism. How oh, dare you? <laughs> well, I mean, Optimism, yeah. that's good. Okay, she gives him a fist bump. Oh, oh, I'm still, I'm still basically just a, I'm still basically a skinless man riding a skin suit. It's still uh, just a sensitive on the inside of here. Potentially tasty skinless man. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's dried it's, out a I bit mean, on to, through the desert. To, yeah, to be fair, he's dried out a bit and his skin's got a bit crispy. Uh, it's a bit yeah. Golden, you know, so. Smells like bacon. <laughs> running with those own juices. <laughs> bit crackling. <laughs> That it's butter jam, knife, the button's dripping all over him right now. Yeah. He looks a bit like the California raisins. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, I won't eat jam jam. <laughs> I mean, we could probably pick up some sort of stall meat in the market. Yeah, I mean, actually, yeah. I've, do you know what? Maybe I'm just having this craving because I haven't had any of Fulton's pocket meat in a while. But, you know, he's been, he's been busy with other things. Actually, that's a point. Uh, is, um, is, uh, Kem, is it Kem? What was his name? Shem. 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 Sorry, Shem. Uh, Shem's still there. Uh, she's around. She's not like standing yeah. by your table. Shem. But yeah, you can call her over. Yeah. Just, just she's got a question uh, about local customs. Uh, are you predominantly? Uh, I know it's a multicultural city, but is it predominantly vegetarian or is it uh, sort of omnivorous or you know? Meat uh, there, are, there are all kinds of diets. Um, uh, vegetarian diet is quite um, tends to be more prominent. Meat is quite expensive here. Um, there isn't a lot of farmland for uh, for agriculture. So, yes, um, yes, and so it tends to be. Uh, there, there's certainly you can certainly buy it, but it will tend to uh, to run you a little more. Um, yes, yes. I imagine. Ironically, Shania is the only one who's paid enough money to be able to get meat. Philippe <laughs> 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 yeah. is very happy about this. <laughs> but I mean, she, you know, if she does get any meat, then she, you know, she passes it on to uh, you know a fella, doesn't she? So. <laughs> oh, that's controversial, isn't it? In the restaurant. I mean, Philippe gets some, but uh, oh, sorry, that wasn't what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like restaurant says, like if you if if you got the buffet and then someone else got a meat uh, like a main or something, mm. if you offered them some of your food, like the waiter will be over there going, "No, you can't do that. No, because right. they didn't pay for the buffet." Okay, are you eating in the ivy again? She doesn't yeah. see <laughs> That's the only place I eat. You can't, you can't just give the buffet to anyone. You, know? you can't do that, mate. No, can't no, mate. You, just ask, you. you just ask for a chili, a beef chili con carne and two spoons. It's fine. It's like dessert. You're allowed to split it. <laughs> Meat dessert. <laughs> My very favourite. So you uh, you enjoy your at the risk of this turning into another breakfast episode. I like that we we discussed how non-lethal combat would work, and then we had breakfast. Then we had breakfast. Um, that sounds like a perfect morning. Perfect. Sounds yeah. great. Yeah perfect day so you eat a hearty breakfast um and you're sort of you're well fed and ready to uh, ready to head out to enjoy the day you head uh, as soon as you set foot outside it's much cooler because it's the morning so it's um it's a little overcast but it is not raining um at the moment it's much more pleasant to be out and immediately you get the sense that this is the time that the city is active you can see a lot of people moving around um, and um, talking to one another and kind of doing business um, and uh, most seem to be moving in the direction generally moving in the direction of the market um, you can see the uh, now see sort of fairly well the uh, the district that you went past um, on your way here to the uh, to the east of the city uh, it's walled off it looks like it was once a sort of walled off um, compound but the gates are, are open and there is a hand painted colourful sign over it um, that's, uh, uh, that says Bormandu um, over the top of that um, and then the uh, the rest of the city kind of stretches away from you I guess you can just about see white marks from here so that white marks district is uh, small huts um, colourfully well small huts painted with white paint uh, a lot of lots of small ones and tents and things like that and they're all painted with white paint and beyond that you can see the many coloured canopies uh, of the uh, of the market district the central market uh, so um, I, I, there's something that I would like to do uh, 
Calgary, did you say you were going to uh, go to the shop and see if you can exchange some weapons and things? Is this what you're going to do? Candy laughs long. Oh, yeah, no, but yeah, we'll catch I, up I, with I knew him in a moment. I could, it was slipping from my mind. Yeah. I figured if it was slipping from my mind, you lot must have forgotten it as well. No, Candy so, laughs long. I've got, I know. Candy um, laughs long. And we have to do tell him see, that we came from Major Ruffles. But yeah. um, I was thinking that, you know, for the morning we can maybe run some errands. I have some things that I would really like to do. Um, but I was hoping that if I gave you um, my scythe, maybe uh, you could see if it could be uh, changed into like a sort of a. A fighting pole or something. Well, you uh, want a quarter staff? Yeah, something like this. Yeah, but you see, it's uh, got the it's got the um, uh, the the the, the oh, the fuck is rune? it called? Yeah, thank you. Okay, <laughs> it's got the rune on it, so I want the rune to stay. Well, you know. Well, I, I mean, you, are you sure you want to get rid of the blade? Because like, you can still use the other end, and like sometimes yeah, you might no, need I'd, that blade. Uh, no, you know? I'd, 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 mm, no, I would like it gone. Because I, I like the idea of like you doing all the bludgeoning and stuff and like not, not killing people. But sometimes we might need that blade just to chop off like a monster's head or something. You know what I mean? Well, you can keep it if you want. And I don't want no, to I mean, I've got my blade on my banjo lady. I mean, I've got I, my I, thing I think, there. Well, then you can do the chopping, okay? Yes, we should, we should respect Shania's choice if she wants to change weapons. Uh, I do think... Yeah, the, sure, uh, I'm the, just like... The, what's, what's his face? The, the fellow uh, who... Can he last long? Major oh, Major Ruffles. Oh, Major, Ruffles. Major, Ruffles. Major Ruffles. He did seem to imply that uh, Laughs Long wouldn't be there for very long. We'd have to go there quite early to see really? him. Really? So we could do that and then maybe uh, do yeah, some Yeah, maybe that's. Okay, fine. All right, right, let's yeah. go then. Come. That might He's be only there in the mornings, isn't he? All right. Um, also, if we have doing anything needs chopping properly in this party, I think we all know. A certain shit-covered dwarf who could do that for us. I'm sure he yeah, could do plenty yeah, of chopping. Yeah. Um, it's true, it's true. He's, like anyway, he's, busy, he's still busy eating the, uh, the nuts. Yeah. Uh, there is, yeah. Let's go see. Kendi laughs long, who I am thoroughly pleased with us that we have not misnamed or got the name wrong. Dan's going to tell us right now that we have got the name Kendi wrong. Kendi laughs long? Kendi laughs long. Exactly correct. Yes! Yeah. Yes. It's taken us 137 episodes, so we but we got see. someone's name right. Yes. So take us to Kendi Big Schlong. <laughs> I'm, I'm so prepared. Like, whenever you go to a city, I'm always prepared for kind of like the stalling episode to mostly be about the fact that you misnamed somebody and so they become unhelpful to you and you don't get to achieve the thing you wanted to do because they don't like you anymore. Like, that seems to happen so much. And in this, since we've arrived at Kibway, you've been really polite to everyone you've met, but still <laughs> managed to find enough tangents to kind of disappear from the plot every time. <laughs> yeah, mostly chasing gift. Fulton. Um, it's quite impressive. Okay, skills. So, so you make your way south through the busy city, um, sort of making your way through. It is notably different to um, it is notably different to the other large cities you've been in, to Kermaga especially, uh, and to Absalom as well. People here aren't in a, everyone in Absalom's in a rush, and everyone in Kermaga is looking over their shoulder, and you don't get that sense from Kibwe. Um, people seem to be a bit more relaxed. They seem to be going about their business. You see, you can hear people laughing. You can hear people talking. Um, 
as you get south into the central market itself, you can see there is a lot of business being done. Uh, but there's not that sort of sense like there was in Absalom, where everyone is just pushing past each other and, and just trying, you know. There's no rule about standing on a particular side of the escalator in Kibwe. It's that kind of, it's a, it's a more relaxed kind of feel, despite it being very busy and there being a lot of people around. Um, the central market itself has no permanent structures. Um, it is all made up of um, sort of poles and, and lots of hides that are strung up uh, and colourful blankets uh, that kind of almost create streets uh, and passageways through it uh, where you kind of making your way um, through this and, and just dotted among it. Some of them seem to just be people's, um, you're not sure if they're houses or just meeting places. There's people sitting around uh, and chatting. Some of them are definitely shops. Um, you can see people with stuff, wares and things laid out. Um, and some of them are, um, you know, some of them seem to be goods. There is definitely business being done, um, and you kind of just make your way through the, um, make your way through the tents, kind of having a look around. Um, I guess, give me a, give me a diplomacy check. Someone who wants to kind of ask around to try and find your way to Kendi, or you, or you could do a society and just try and find it um, without. Uh, Velda would like to try a society to try and find it because he doesn't like speaking to people. I got sixteen on society. Try a diplomacy, as am I. Oh no, that's no good. Six. I got a a filthy, filthy twenty on diplomacy. Okay, Okay, I'll go try this old society. That's a natural one. So uh, yeah, yeah. No, I do have so, it's thirteen, but it's a natural one. A thirteen, okay, that's a that's low. And what what did you get above a sixteen? Sixteen, yeah, a sixteen. Okay, size. not a massive one. I think uh, it's over this way. But if, so if Bubba and Bubba and Velda kind of both lead you off in different directions, back and forth a little bit. Uh, how does it play out? Shania getting a six on a diplomacy, and then uh, and then Karagor coming straight in with a twenty after that. <laughs> um, I guess uh, she went. Uh, excuse me, where's the fuck are we? Uh, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Uh, and and of course, uh, Fakawi is is a city near to where my friend is from, and um, I deeply apologise for anything you might have inferred from that. Um, we were actually asking around for uh, for a person called um, Kendi Laughslong. Um, oh yeah, greetings sorry, to you, yeah. by the way, and uh, be pleased. Hello, Carol's taking a punt on uh, on a greeting. The um, the the, uh, the woman you're talking to kind of frowns at Shania and then kind of shrugs and says uh, yes I know Kendi Kendi's um, his, uh, if you go down to the end of this, this sort of row uh, and then take a left uh, a couple down there uh, you, will find, uh, you will find it just there right near some of the, just on, right on the edge of the market thank you very much and as we're walking away yeah. uh, I just go and you should visit Fakaway sometimes <laughs> I've oversold that did I oversell that <laughs> no yeah, no no you did, you, did, you did great sorry I was, <laughs> I was not feeling myself she, uh, she pulls back a, uh, a flap and steps into the travel uh, travel agent tent uh, and starts looking for uh, brochures. Um, so you make your way along, um, passing through the crowds and uh, and make your way to yeah. You find um, a sign saying "Kendi laughs long" over one of the pavilions uh, where they're set out, where there is uh, lots of wooden boxes and things set around. Um, with various sort of, there's a lot of carved instruments, and then there are some scrolls and things uh, tucked in there. Uh, and there is a uh, uh, there is a man who is uh, he's talking to an elf, 
at the moment. The elf is uh, tall, about uh, six feet tall, and she has uh, one side of her head is completely shaved. The other, she has long hair um, down one side. She's wearing kind of gold colours, uh, and she's accompanied by a little boy um, who is um, who is human. Uh, and the, uh, he's kind of looking at he's kind of looking at a scroll, and she's kind of looking back over and just like taking them off him and putting them back uh, while she talks to him. And then as you're arriving, she goes to kind of look through some uh, look at some other bits uh, still in the store um, as Kendi approaches you all um, and says, "Ah, customers, many customers, one but many customers." Welcome, 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 welcome. How are you? Please come in, come in. Good, yeah. good. How are you? How what's what are you saying? What's going on? Ah, I, I'm always, I'm always in a good mood. My name is, my name is Kendi. Kendi laughs long. Yeah, it, always in a good mood. Do you, do, does that mean that you laugh long, or is it just an, a name, a, a last name? He, he laughs and says, <laughs> "Kendi is always laughing." Well, that is you, why my friends call me that. There is always joy in Kendi's shop. Interesting. Are you, you're referring to yourself as the third person. You're not related to Borash, are you? <laughs> I uh, I don't know who that is. Oh, I'm sorry, oh, Master Dwarf. It seems it seems you're doing very well for yourself, and almost you know you, you laugh long and prosper. Yes, I well I I am doing I'm doing as well as I hope. Um, the business has been very good. There are many uh, many secrets here in the Moangi Expanse that I am I am happy to trade and share people. But uh, you, my friends, what has brought you? I, I can see that you have travelled long. Yeah, perhaps, you, <laughs> perhaps that should be your name. Um, <laughs> but where have you travelled from? What have you, what has brought you? Suffered to, uh, long. Well, we Quantium. come from loads of places, really. Yeah, many many places. Um, we, we we were told that you have some knowledge of magical objects and things like this. Yeah. Ah. You have come to the right place. Um, what sort of magic are you after? There, is, there are many strange magics well, here. Well, uh, I think it is the kind of magic that we would not want to talk about out in the open necessarily, okay? Mm. But it's not necromancy, don't worry. Yeah, yes, nothing to do with that. No, no, no. It's, it's more uh, magic of a, a delicate nature, shall we say. It's definitely not necromancy, is it, is it, Vilda? No. No, and will never be, will it, will it Vilda? No, no, so anyway, not. so it's magic not. of a delicate nature. Well, I'm not going to discount any of this. Categorically ruled it out just then in front of everybody. Witnesses I mean, I mean great, no, so no. I mean, just I, yeah, I will be Sorry, just uh, if you... See, no. Excuse my friends, they have their own problems. Okay, um, so so uh, um, do you think maybe is there somewhere private we could go to discuss these things? He uh, he clears his throat a moment and just says, yeah, uh, well... I mean, necromancy is not strictly um, evil in itself. All magic is magic is simply a tool. Magic is uh, it has the same benefits as the, or good or bad properties as the person wielding it. But exactly, you see. Thank you. Laughs long. Is that, these people they don't understand sometimes. This has only reinforced magic. my point. <laughs> but some uh, wizards are definitely evil, though. That's what you're saying. Oh yes, some are incredibly evil. <laughs> yeah, yes, well, there's, there's no doubt of that. But then again, some dwarves are incredibly evil. And so, oh if, fucking if dare you! <laughs> <laughs> okay, a, uh, a, one of the flaps pulls back, and a dwarf looks out underneath it and goes, "What are you saying?" Yeah, he said we're fucking evil. Let's kill him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Let's not kill okay, anyone. Okay. Like, 
Calm I'm down, joking. Fulton. I'm banter, isn't it? Eh? No, that's not banter. That's threatening. <laughs> oh, right? because, because, because we need to work on this, <laughs> you know, the banter thing. You seem yeah. to go like it's, it's like from from zero to ten so quick, and then people die. I just okay. Coming but, from you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I am so zen now. You know, like, you can't just say bad things, right? This is good <laughs> advice. You can't just say bad things and then go. Oh, it was just banter. That's called being a dick, all right? Uh, like so the guy like, in the, like the guy in the bar. Yeah, so like the guy in the bar. Yeah, I think yeah, he yeah. meant that. But no, so yeah, yeah, that oh, of course he meant it. But like, some someone could turn around and go, "Oh yeah, I said this, but it's only banter, and like it's not. Ah, it's just you being that okay. Vulgar. Yeah, I don't want to actually kill you, Velda. You Good. can you can go back under your flap, sir. <laughs> he goes well. So long as this is all right, and some of this is here. Where is the little baby gone? <laughs> uh, the dwarf goes, oh, gotta go. So, yeah, we've got uh, delicate magic. We're trying to sort out. We want, we want people to have a look at it, but we want you to be very discreet. Yeah, you know? discreet, yeah. I mean, it doesn't yeah. even have to be, like, right now, it's, but it, we need to be very discreet. Yeah, I would recommend not talking about it here because the li- yeah. uh, dwarf literally just lifted a flap, a, a yeah. flap up and listened to our fucking yes. conversation. So, <laughs> it was like, yeah. a, like an episode of the Muppets, that wasn't it? Just a bit <laughs> <really> <laughs> <like> <laughs> that. Yeah. Now, we also need to know that we can trust you. To be um, honest, love. Kendi kind of, um, do you notice Kendi just kind of um, looking, at her, looking to a handkerchief and just sort of throwing it on the ground. The coffee is. Of course, of course. Um, what can I. Um, well, I, I mean, there, there are not many pri- particularly private places here. Um, but come a little closer, perhaps we can. Uh, uh, perhaps we can arrange somewhere to meet. Um, yeah, this I, would be good. Don't worry. Um, our friend Bubba has got a thing to make something private wherever he so likes. Isn't that right, Bubba? Have I? Yeah, mate, you made the glamping thing when we were in the desert. You made a little cabin. I mean, yeah, it's not really like... I mean, you could probably, if you put a, you know, your ear up to the door, you can still hear inside. It's not exactly... You know what I mean? It'd be more, it'd be more private than standing amongst open stalls. Of course, yeah, absolutely. But well, I'm or, or even or still, it's not really private, private. Well, it's got, go I'm to just Kendi's always trying to build up your things. And well, I was get... actually thinking, like, I, I might cast Zone of Truth and then just, like, get this guy to make sure that he's not going to tell anyone once we've told him what this thing is. Do you oh, know what no, I mean? don't say, don't do that. Zone of Truth is quite a, like a passive-aggressive spell. You, 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 it's the implication that someone's going to betray you and he's only been nice to us so far. No, no, I just want to make sure. We just need to be absolutely sure that this person, you know, yeah, is quite sensitive. I mean, has he heard all this? He's heard every word? Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's standing. <laughs> you can kind of back a little way away from him. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't even try and back. Bubba didn't even try and back away. He's just like, yeah. yeah okay. Well, look. So before we get to cozy cabin, zone of truth, <laughs> sort it out. Yeah. No, look, I'm not up for it. Shall we take a vote? I don't want a zone of truth him. Right. No, I would say not if to be- do that. If he betrays us, then you know. Then we kill him. Oh, try- Yay! <laughs> no, no, sorry, mate. Come on. No, this no. Is- I mean, is in the the metaphorical sense of kill you with kindness. There's a ah. there's a metaphorical oh. kill now, is there? <laughs> I've changed my entire weapon class around, and my entire ability stack, and and all of a sudden there's a metaphorical kill, Fulton. <laughs> 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 they're not really I'm stabbing you but this represents me stabbing you <laughs> hold on let me see if I've got anything else I might no, have something um, else uh, uh, Kendi uh, do, do, do you have a home here? 
I'm, I'm just waiting for Bubba to like, try and drop a cabin on the mid- just open <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. this <laughs> market to send people flying. Well, yeah, that wouldn't be like a good idea. Uh, yeah, do, 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 do you have a home here? Um, yes. Uh, he start, He sort of coughs into his hand again, uh, and then sort of shakes. Uh, are, are you okay? A little. <laughs> I'm absolutely fine. Uh, um, are you sure? You do not you, look well. Um, can I do an assessment um, of what's? Yeah, do it. Give me a medicine yeah, check. Okay. Caragor just takes a little step backwards. Um, that is a twenty. I I don't I feel for Colin, but trying to separate out the uh, the character who is coughing from the various sick actors <laughs> on the <laughs> yeah. podcast doing yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the edit. Okay, a twenty. Uh, you look back. You you can see um, there is some. You can see some wisps of steam coming from his hand where he's coughed into his hand. You can see that there are some burns on it where he's coughed into it. He's looking at it in shock. Uh, okay. Um, and then he just starts. He just starts coughing again, um, just more violently. Uh, he starts shaking. You need. You need. You can see it starting to hiss. You need to come. You need milk. to come with me, okay? We're going to uh, uh, try and fix you up. You, 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 you clearly are not well, okay? Um, yes, I think. I, he kind of leans against the counter and just sort of staggers sideways, and uh, he reaches uh, for you, his eyes wide, uh, and as he looks at you with his eyes, you see his eyes kind of ripple and then they just turn dark and they just melt out of the sockets of his uh, face as he's there the hand that he's reaching for you just turns and starts dripping and melts away uh, and his whole body just all of a sudden in one go just goes uh, and just melts down into a, uh, a pool of thick black slime that floods out over the wares in the shop uh, burning them uh, away um, which is disgusting enough for a moment and then suddenly it roils and uh, shakes back up uh, and the slime suddenly starts crawling towards you and surges forward at all of you and I'm afraid we're going to roll for initiative oh no way Alton just shouts out what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've just got an open hand up being like I suppose you don't want a Neurofen then <laughs> <laughs> what the sludge Neurofen so bougie well yeah the sludge only man oh, it's just it, it's ibuprofen shop all my presents yeah so. Neurofen is the sparkling water okay. <laughs> yes, that's, it is. that's where I balance it <laughs> yes, out it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right um Let's get some Anish. Uh, Bubba Von Hoops. A very unnatural 20. A 20, very nice. Uh, Caragor, one fan. Uh, and also spookily eerie 20. What's your dex modifier, Bub? My dex, my dex is for plus four, mate. You, get, you can pick in second edition, so you can decide between who wants to go first. Um, Ro- I want. Rock, paper, scissors over Zoom? No, I don't, I don't mind. Do you have any preference? <laughs> no, you go first. No, okay. No, I'll go first. Okay, cool. No, you go. F- All right, I'll go first. Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, 29. 29. 29. Yeah. Jeez. She's got a great initiative modifier. Wow. Velda. Uh, mine's 15. 15. Into the tens. And Fulton Battlestone. 30. 30. Whoa. Same as last time. Yeah, boy. What's your initiative modifier, Avengers? It's perception, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. so it's, uh, my perception is plus twelve. There you go. Oh, and I rolled an eighteen. So I do apologise. Yeah. I was slightly confused because I'm using uh, pass builder and it says initiative bonus 
and I took that as plus two. So actually, no, I didn't get that. I got uh, 23. Oh, there you go. Nice. That's a bit more. Uh, it's me looking at very quickly and not... It's me and Scott thinking we rolled really well and then, like, we're the lowest roll. Yeah, I know. Well, I was just sort of like, how the heck are you getting, you know, 30s and stuff? <clears throat> That's how we do it. I can tell you, all right, so as this surging mass of black goo starts moving towards you, um, the elven woman pushes her child behind her. Um, and um, and people there's a mix of some people kind of stop and stare other people start screaming and running um, but as it, it's definitely coming towards you and the first person to act is definitely Fulton Battlestone oh it's definitely going to be not good against slashing oh I'm going to Let's try and slash it and see. Uh, I'm pretty sure I know what's going to happen, but we'll we'll try. Uh, I go up to it and I slash it with my great axe. Okay, you run up to it. You make. Is this your power attack? Because you can get there in one move action. Oh yeah! I'll do a little bit of dick. Yeah, a little power attack. Go. I'm screaming in with a power attack. Uh, so that is a 17 on the die and a 17 plus 17 so that is sorry i'm just getting a calculator because i'm rubbish at maths people are going to be like it's clear all right i can tell you it's a hit That's yay cool. it's not a crit no. oh oh yeah well you wait you wait scott you wait <laughs> what? uh yeah you wait yeah you wait, no, i was just yeah. saying i was just trying to add up in my head and i said no it wasn't the number that i thought it was i wasn't dissing your crit bro <laughs> uh Maybe you've got three um, dice with a parasite. Yeah. Uh, that is 19 plus 4. 23 points of slashing damage. 23 points of slashing damage. Okay, that does something interesting. It's going to split it, isn't it, into Two little months, tiny it? bits. Ah. It does. Um, you slash it. Uh, you run in. You slash it with your axe. Uh, and the creature immediately splits in two. You do damage, um, but the, uh, you slice it straight through the middle and the two points of it just kind of reform and now you have two huge, big ones um, leaning over you. I also, I also need a reflex save from you, Fulton. Cool. Um, that is a 17. A 17? Yeah. Is a, a 17 is a fail. Fail. Uh, which means that MZ the axe takes some acid damage. Whoa. MZ takes 2d6 points of acid damage. And we'll start tracking that. Uh, that is going to be thin iron or steel. Four points, not enough to get through its hardness. So you don't, you don't do any damage to it. <laughs> so weapons... Weapons have a hardness value, which is like damage redu- damage reduction, basically. Um, if it does enough damage to get through it, it starts taking damage. At a certain point, the weapon will break and will not be useful. Uh, but yes, you pull your axe away, it is steaming with acid. Um, Uh-oh! Through it. Um, um, that's all you goes. Um, yeah, do you want to say everything? anything? Or- uh, no, I think, I think everyone um, looks, uh, can see that I split it into... No slashy yep. slashy! I just tried it and then it, I, I immediately regret it, so I'm gonna take out my Warhammer. Sorry, um. <laughs> That's fine. Oh, oh, oh. 
Oh, he's angry now. He's dead. He died. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> the spirit of M gone. Um, M's been spending the entire journey like building a nice new deck in his, uh, in his spiritual <laughs> yeah. home inside the thing, and he comes out and it's all been burned away with acid. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake, Bolton. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Shania Rain, you're the next one to spring into action. Okay, so Shania, for, uh, first of all, um, uh, ushers the the child and the woman out, like away, like you know she sort of, you know, put, and she moves back herself as well. Um, okay, uh, yeah, that's fine. And and then trying to think laterally, she mm. casts remove disease. See if that will do anything. Mm. Ah, interesting. Yes. Uh, you cast remove disease onto the um, against one of the slimes. Um, you cast it. The spell activates on it. You see no obvious uh, effect. Unfortunately, okay. it doesn't seem to do anything to it. Good idea, though. Right. Okay, uh, worth a try. Um, Very do good you want, idea. Do you want, do you do you want to move Philippe into combat or do anything with his... Well, um, uh, you've got, effectively... You've got two actions left, so you okay. could give him two actions. If you um, uh, you've got... <clears throat> no, you've got one action, so you could give him two actions. All right. Um, oh, so, uh, I cast Magic Fang on him. Okay. And he can move up into a protective... You know, move in front of, you know, me and Jam Jam and fill up um, and yep. and the child and the woman so he like sta- he's, he's like a barrier in front of us and he's got magic fang um, nice and that's it. Do, do you want to move him it, you don't mm. want to move him into combat with the slimes yet do you not yet back a little no, bit. no 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 okay yet. cool <clears throat> no problem his magic fa- his fangs grow mm. and start glowing um, and he he's uh, ready to be a bouncer you know or a bodyguard steps, or whatever yeah. he steps in front he's got a little tiny um, dicky bow on just a, <laughs> Philop hump jumps up and down and goes <laughs> Jam Jam's like you know what I'm fucking sick of him now as well <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and he looks up with his big eyes which means it's there go Uh-oh. oh shit the slimes um, the first slime now two of them Ooh, what's it going to do? It is going to... Uh, oh my god, it's gross. Uh, right, the first thing it does is it tries to hit Fulton. Come on! Out. It lashes out with a pseudopod um, with one of its slimy uh, bit of slime. Shoots out of Fulton. It's only a 20. Uh, that is not a hit. My armor oh. is 24. Fulton, you duck underneath it as it slams um, against the ground near you. Um, ooh, that's spoiled what it was going to do. It's going to go for a. Uh, it's going to go for a second attack, but it's got a penalty now. Um, that's better though, even with the penalty. Twenty-four. That is meets beats. Meets beats. He gets you. Hits you with the. Uh, hits you with the, the slime kind of. As you duck under one bit of slime, another bit swings up and hits you in the face. Uh, you take 22 points uh, of bludgeoning damage. And you and need you take... me to make a death saving throw. I'm joking. No, no. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And you take eight points of acid damage. Ooh. Lot of uh, things. And with its final action, 
it grabs you um, after it hits you with the slime it winds it's uh, it winds the slime around you and starts pulling Fulton into the uh, thing and just Fulton's armor all starts hissing and sizzling oh, wow I wasn't expecting that I wasn't expecting this thing to grab people grab, grab people <laughs> 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 The other one, oh, you're all kind of still gathered, and because Velda hasn't acted yet, he's still within reach of it. It's going to stretch out and try. The other one tries to hit Velda. All right. Um. <laughs> all right, fine. I mean, <laughs> I'm ill, but you DM's know, whatever. Trying to kill off a player. There we go. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say it. it's a 37. Yes. Jesus. Of course, that's a hit. Um, that is that's crit. Oh, I've really got. That's a critical hit. Yep. Um, this is probably going to take me out in one shot. Just let you know. Not necessarily. I mean, the standard damage did half of my health to fold. You take 38 points of damage. It's a low roll. Um, and uh, with its other action, it's not going to grab. Um, it's going to move. Which will provoke from Fulton. Yeah. Um, oh, fuck, I didn't get a chance to... Can change my axe. Can I use the flat side of the axe to like smash it as a, like a bludgeoning type? Um, yeah, go on. I'll let you do it with a minus four. Okie dokie. Thank you, Dan. Um, um, uh, that is twenty. Twenty is a hit. Oh yes. Do I get? Do I get like? the damage that it would be as, as a slashing weapon then um, I, I will or give it a D8. to you as uh, no do it yeah take one die away from it because it's not designed to be used that way okay. so, so it's a single so it's a single D8 plus your strength bonus well, well it's a D, it's a D12 but I was saying oh, D12 sorry yeah, yeah that's alright uh, okay oh fucking max damage on the die so that's 12 plus 4 and then 15, 16. 16, 16 bludgeoning. Points. 16 points of bludgeoning damage. Really nice as it slithers part. It sort of hits Velda and then just keeps roiling past. Fulton, despite the fact you're being lifted up by the other one, you smack it with the flat <laughs> of your axe. Um, it moves over, which gets it in range uh, of Bubba. Uh, and it's going to go for a... Um, uh, da, 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 it's going to go for an attack on Bubba. 24. Yep, that hits. Oh, go ahead. You take okay. You take 16 points of bludgeoning damage and five points of acid damage. Okay, that's one of the pseudopods comes at you, but it doesn't have an action left, so it can't grab you. Um, that is it for its turn. Um, Velda Kenblight. That didn't. That didn't go well. Uh, no. Get out of there. <laughs> yeah. Um, is it in melee with us now? It is right next to you now. Well, okay. Uh, we're just going to have to do a full withdrawal. Then I don't have any... Because I can do a five-a-step, but I'll still be in melee range, so... Uh, you can do... It's got a ten-foot reach, so you need to do a bunch of five-foot steps if you want to get all the way away from it. Or you can move away and see if it has attack or bop. No, I can't afford to do that, so I uh, just spend okay. my whole turn shuffling back. Okay, uh, let's see. You can do five-foot step to there... Uh, Five foot step to there, five foot step to there. That puts you out of its reach, and you've got one action left. Uh, okay. Uh, raise, raise the shield. Put the shields up. You put your shields up. Uh, very wise. 
you back up next to you basically back up next to Philippe and Shania um, and kind of just trying to wipe the acid from you. Um, da, 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 da. Injecting damage to your clothing. Oh, that's fine. You're not wearing armor, um, so you're sort of you're sort of sizzling, um, and uh, some of your, there are holes in some of your clothing appearing from the uh, acid. Um, basically, okay. Other than that, um, all right. Karagor one fang. Karagor would like to step directly into the space that Veldus just left, uh, therefore putting himself between the the slithering <laughs> thing and uh, Velda, Shania, and the gang. Um, yep. Go, get back, uh, get some space away from it, see if you can cast some spells. Um, and then I would like to, that's, that's one action. Can I hunt prey and do a smash, smashy smash? Hunt prey, smash, smashy smash. Okay, I see so. you. Uh, so uh, the hunt prey check on this is an occult check. Mm. Natural one. Oh, <laughs> thank God you can't. F- a critical fail. A uh, yeah, check. Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you nothing about this. About this fail. That's fair. Lose knowledge. I, t- I mean, that makes sense. It's just it. it it's an eyeball dissolving person that. Kendi, Kendi, you don't look that great. <laughs> um, do, do you need a tissue? Uh, I say as I smash it with my mace. You smash the mace into it. Twenty-four. 24's a hit. Roll some damage. Smasheroo. That's nine points of damage with only one attack. Okay, just nine points. Um, do you get your uh, do you get your hunt prey bonus on that? Oh, bloody hell. Bloody hell. I was like, no, I don't get any bonuses. I'm pretty sure about that. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. It's a further seven. Uh, so 16 total. 16 points. Very nice. That's much better. Uh, you run in, just put yourself in between um, the kind of the... Uh, the the rear guard party and just smash the uh, mace into it as it's staggering backwards. Bubba, let's give you a go as well. Um, what you're going to do, it's, it's bearing down and you Karagors just come running in from the side and attacked one of them and then beyond that sort of back in the main bit of the shop, Fulton is just wrapped up in, this, in the ooze of the other one. Um, battering, battling against it. Yeah, I think uh, just similar to Velda, just need to get away from it otherwise I'm going to take a lot of damage there. Uh, so... I'm gonna gonna back off as well and just listen to Karagor's order order suggestion I think of like getting out of the way ready to cast some spells at it yeah do you want to do a step action which will get you five feet away from it um, which will get you out of its reach for this round um, and, lo- and take one action or do you want to move a move action which can, you can move basically anywhere away from it but it, you might provoke no, let's, an attack if, if it can't if it can't reach me then yeah I'll just take the five foot okay. uh, you take a five foot step back you've got two actions left great okay in that case um, if, if I shoot something that's a ten foot burst is that going to get us is that going to get people in uh, no, because you can target where you want to land it. Great. Um, okay, in that case, I'm going to cast Animated Assault. Ooh. Ten foot burst, um, sustained up to one minute. Uh, saving throw is a basic reflex. And I use my mind to manipulate unattended objects in the area, temporarily animating them to attack. The objects hover in the air, then hurl themselves at nearby creatures in the chaotic flurry of debris. And it deals 2d10 of bludgeoning damage. Amazing. Um, to those what's two your creatures. Spell save? 
spell DC? My spell DC. My spell DC. I'm quite disappointed because uh, animated attack sounds like it'll be a big sort of animated hammer or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like yeah, really yeah, acme yeah. kind of little. anime character, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. So uh, my spell DC twenty one. 21 it fails no so as it crashes through one of the uh, no, no, no no your spell doesn't oh it fails yes. okay right yeah great yeah. <laughs> yay. Um, yay it's like that medical chat again isn't it it's negative yeah. uh. <laughs> it uh, so as it kind of cra- as it crashes through a uh, it crashes through a, a cutlery store um, all of the knives and forks on the gels just kind of leap up out of the um out of the stands where they are and just start spearing into it from the side and attacking it dealing uh, how much damage seven points of damage seven points of damage does it specify what kind of damage bludgeoning bludgeoning perfect that's what we want giving stuff away again aren't I yeah, uh, yeah you, right, are. you rain down cutlery onto the slime um as we uh, and that the one that's kind of that one that's kind of come through and attacked Velda and uh, and now has Caragor intercepting it has taken a bunch of hits and is looking pretty tough. However, the other one is still looking pretty strong and it's got Fulton gripped in its slimy jaws as Fulton is lifted up, uh, holding his axe up, looking down at it, and that is where we leave it for tonight. Slithering blob. Love it. Oh boy. That fight just slithered in. This week's episode is made possible by our wonderful patrons, specifically this week, Libby Abnet. Libby, the last time we gave you a shout out on the show, a character left the show for good. So uh, I can't say if we've done that this week, uh, but if you just drop me a message with a character that you want me to kill, uh, I'll try and off them in the next episode. Anyone you like, you know, uh, Bubba, uh, Ed Johnson, Rory Bravori, maybe. Just let me know and I'll I'll, I'll take care of that for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking of course but I'm not joking about being very grateful to you for helping make this episode happen it, it is very good of you and it's good of all our patrons if you want to join them if you want to get your name on the show it's very easy go to patreon.com slash danger club podcast make yourself a pledge there and we'll get you on the show thank you Libby thank you everyone else see you next week sorry Colin sorry Colin